Red Business with Jonathan Healy. Hi there, and thank you very much for joining us for this, the last episode of Red Business for 2023. And what a really busy year it's been on the podcast. We've heard some really inspirational stories from businesses of all sizes right around Cork. And I would like to take this opportunity to thank everybody who featured either on the audio podcast or on the video podcast with thanks to Cork's local enterprise offices this year. Now, for the last few weeks, we have been going around the county with the Best in Cork Awards for Cork County Council, which is proudly supported by Cork's Red FM. And we're going to go down to West Cork now to speak to the three winners of the Best in Cork Divisional Finals down there. And we're going to start with the Best Small Business. And I'm delighted to be joined from the Wildbury Bakery in Ballinine, the owner, Susan Robbins-Feely. Susan, how are you? I'm very well, Jonathan, and yourself? I am very well. We are nearly at Christmas. Can you believe it? I can't wait. Counting every second. (laughs) Has it been a very busy run-in for you guys in the bakery? It has. Um, I suppose it's the nature of the business. It's it's just been absolutely mental. Um, yeah, there's there's cake. There's cake in thirty two counties, thankfully. So we're we're ready to slow down and start again in January. So tell us a little bit about the business. What do you guys do? Okay, so we are a a scratch bakery. So we're a gluten free bakery, firstly, and a scratch bakery. So therefore, we make everything from scratch. Um, from from you know bare bones um, up into um, your gorgeous gluten free cake. So when you are looking at this, why did you choose to go gluten free? Was it because there's been a bit of an explosion in demand? Um, no, actually, um, I suppose a little bit of background. We we would have had um, initially we had a cafe and a, a sort of little village lifestyle shop and grocery, um, and we couldn't buy any decent uh, gluten free. Uh, for our customers. So um, we decided to make, uh, well, we couldn't make gluten-free, so we started to make our own flour-free cakes. Um, These caught on. Um, A couple of businesses asked us to supply them, which we did. Um, And then we made a decision to to, to close the existing business and turn the premises into um, a bakery. So we have... um, yeah, uh, a lovely state-of-the-art um, bakery in the tiny village of Balneen in West Cork. Now, I know uh, I know a little bit about gluten-free uh, because uh, my mother-in-law is gluten-free and she wouldn't mind me saying it out loud, but it has been very hard over the years to get decent stuff. The flour it's, is... Yeah. Blah, blah. Uh, you can uh, cook stuff at home, but, you know, <laughs> you're able to give a certain bit of lift, which has clearly done you no harm. Oh, yeah. Um, I suppose... I think first day we made the decision that what we were going to do was going to be it was going to be really good quality. Uh, the ingredients were going to be amazing, and therefore the taste had to follow. So the cakes that we make are for everybody. Um, they just happen to be gluten free. Um, they're almond based. Uh, we use Irish creamery butter. We use um, flan jam. Um, we use local free range eggs. It's it's all top quality product um, yeah. or ingredient. So, um, yeah, you, you end up with something that really, really does taste um, great and yeah. happens to be gluten-free. Well, and exactly, <laughs> a little Brucey bonus at the end. Now, you've managed exactly. to do something that's very hard to do. You've cracked Dunn stores and you're part of their Simply Better range, aren't you? We are. Aren't we lucky? <laughs> Tell us about um, the carrot yeah. and walnut cake and don't make me too hungry because I haven't had my lunch yet. <laughs> well, the carrot and walnut cake, it was, um, a, a, again, one 
a really good recipe that we had been given and we adapted it um, into a gluten-free cake. Um, again, using really good ingredients. Um, we don't use preservatives. We don't use additives. Our cream cheese comes all the way from Donegal um, because it's a preservative-free cream cheese. Um, it's just a beautiful cake. It's it's spiced. It's lightly spiced. Um, it's just a gorgeous moist um uh cake and and duns love it and the duns customers love it so happy days yeah you're, you're, you're doing something right so can people buy it elsewhere other than duns i mean can they go into you in balanine how do people get their hands on the finished the, product unfortunately the duns cake is is specially for them um but it's readily available under the simply better label in in their chill cabinets um so people do find it difficult sometimes i think people because we don't use preservatives or additives, we, we chill all our cakes to make sure that they're sold in the very, very best um, manner possible. So our cakes and duns, our crumbles, our uh, chocolate brownies and our carrot cake are all found in the chill fridge. Okay, so that's why... Simply better label. Yeah, they're in the fridge and that's that's the best place to find them. Where do you it go is. next, Susan? Um, because obviously you're you're on the upward spiral. You're, you've four full-time, six part-time staff uh, and, and great dreams of better in the future. Oh, absolutely. We've, we're launching new products in the springtime, hopefully, hopefully January. Um, but I might eat those words. Um, well, you might well eat the cake, eat the words, exactly. all the one. Exactly. Yeah, all the one. <laughs> so we're bringing out uh, a range of individually wrapped uh, grab-and-go bars, which will be, again, uh, a, a product that's chilled. So it isn't long life. It's it's um, it's a short life uh, chilled bar that you can find in 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 the refrigeration in a cafe or in a shop. Um, but again, it'll it'll be full of punching with taste and flavour and gluten-free. <laughs> absolutely. I have to say, looking at the pictures on your website, absolutely beautiful preparation. And it's hard to believe they're gluten-free because I'm so used to gluten-free not being as, as luxurious looking as you make it. Wildberrybakery.com is the website address. If you want to have a look at the pictures there, you'll pick it up in the chill cabinets in many Dunn stores outlets and indeed elsewhere as well. Susan Robbins-Feely, good luck in the Best in Cork Awards uh, next year. Thank you and have so a, much. Have a lovely Christmas. Can't wait. You too, Jonathan. Next, we're going to go to the winner of the best medium business in the West Cork Divisional Finals for Best in Cork. Andrew Lone has been on the podcast before. He's the founder, managing director of Oak Fire Pizza, which has its HQ proudly in Clonakilty. Andrew, how are you? Hi, Jonathan. How are you? I'm very good. Didn't you have a Christmas pizza at one point, or am I imagining that? We have one at the moment, actually. We have... um... We have a nice mix of uh, roasted Brussels sprouts in a glaze, which is made with black whiskey uh, from Kinsale. Uh, uh, so does it does it smell a kind of farts or does it smell nice? <laughs> um, it's got a, it's got Ross Carberry ham. Uh, yeah, I know where you're coming from with the sprouts. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, I'm sure you dress uh, it up nicely, and it'll be oh, very, do, very, very tasty. It's full of flavour. Um, since I spoke to you, um, the business has gone from strength to strength, and uh, you're in the marina market now, which is yep. probably. I mean, I always thought that Poulet Vu was the busiest, and always is busy. But Oakfire Pizza is incredibly busy every time I'm there. I mean, it must be brilliant to see people loving the brand the way they do. It is. It's great. You know, it's. I mean, it. It. it we. We definitely go through volumes there that we don't see in in other locations. Um, and the team we have there are brilliant at at getting through it. I know the wait times can be a little bit 
uh, extended sometimes at the weekends, but um, it's definitely definitely one of our top performers. Yeah, they still queue for it though. That means you're doing something they right. Do. Um, so you've 70 staff now across your five restaurants and your production unit in West Cork. I mean, you started in 2015. Did you think you were going to get this big? Uh, no, to be honest. Uh, <laughs> we kind of take every opportunity as it comes, I suppose. But um, uh, no, we wouldn't have planned to, to expand that much in, in that space of time. Um I suppose we, we we're actually up to closer to ninety staff now at this stage. Um so since we, we've opened two new units in Cork City uh, under a kind of a license agreement, a Grilla, a sandwich brand from Dublin. Um so that's that's under the umbrella of Oak Fire Pizza as well. Oh, okay, and I've seen them. There's one of them in Douglas Shopping Centre, isn't there? There is, yeah, and we've we've one in the marina market as well, so we actually have two units in the marina there now. Okay, uh, I mean it's it's rapid expansion, all about tasty food. Um, yeah. you, you you're loving it, I'm presuming, given that this is what you're passionate about. That's brilliant. It's brilliant. I love it. Um, I I come from a construction background, so obviously this is a very different business altogether. But um, yeah, it's amazing. You know, working with so many different people, um, and you know, looking out for these opportunities that come up, which which seem to be coming at us ticking fast at the moment. Um. But yeah, it's great. It's great. We have a great team. We have a great management team and we have really amazing teams in each of our locations um, who represent the brand for us. I've become a bit of a pizza snob since lockdown because I got an uni. Um, so I'm making my own dough. I'm making my own pizzas. And, you know, I, I, I kind of know what I like. And the pre-prepared stuff that you get from some larger chains without naming names is just blah, vile yeah. by comparison. Uh, but I do like what you guys do because you still put the time and the effort into each individual pizza. Yeah, there's no secret behind it. You know, we, we, we don't have any secret recipes. Um, it's We just we just we get our hands on the best ingredients we can find and and we just handle them with care. You know, that that's that's the, the formula really, you know. Um, some of the chains, as you mentioned, yeah, it's um, it's geared for volume over, I suppose, quantity over quality. Um, whereas we we really stick to the the original values of of the homemade, handmade freshness. You know, it's um, which becomes more of a challenge as we scale, obviously, but. Uh, we really do stick to it. Yeah, I mean, nobody probably would have thought about putting um, uh, Clonakilty black pudding onto a pizza unless they were doing it in the comfort of their own home. But is that one of your better sellers now? It's our top seller, actually. Um, the carnivore pizza, yeah. Uh, it's, it's yeah, we, we, I think we've started a bit of a trend there with the black pudding, actually. I've seen a few other places doing it since. But um, it's, it's you know, you wouldn't think it's a, a match, but it works. Yeah, well, I mean, they put pineapple on pizzas in other countries, so I mean, we should we should be adopting what we are able to yeah, do ourselves, at least. Uh, yeah, very much so. You have another brand, actually, because you know you're not busy enough with Grilla uh, and and with Oak Fire, so you're you're yeah. launching Boxed. Tell us about that. Uh, Boxed is uh, it's it, it was an Oak Fire pizza which we have up by UCC on Galabi Street in Cork, um, and we we decided uh, during this year to kind of remodel it slightly more to, to gear it more towards the, the student population up there. And and what we found is um what they what they were really looking for is uh, more affordability and uh, probably faster service. So we kind of we decided to go towards the New York style pizza by the slice. The jumbo slice, you know, like yeah. the Well doesn't that mean the, that the pizza itself has to be much bigger? <laughs> that you you know you're producing pizza, mega yeah, pizzas. We, We've gone from 12 inch to 20 inch. So, yeah, it's a um, bit of a challenge for the guys in the kitchen. Yeah, but uh, 
it's the it's 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 gone down. It's a hit, you know. It's it's really gone down very well with the the whole um, the the community up there on well, Gillespie Street. You're keeping students happy. You're doing better than their lecturers, uh, I'd imagine. But food <laughs> is the way to their heart. So the expansion going very very well. Uh, you're you're what eight nine years old now. Uh, yep. Where do you want to be by the time you're the tender age of ten? Um, I I think you know. Obviously, we're very proud to be a Cork business. Um, but I think um, our next our next goal really is to try to establish ourselves um, outside the boundaries of Cork. You know, even Kerry, Limerick, Dublin, Galway sort of areas. Not on a major nationwide expansion, but to just start planting ourselves into into new areas and to and to bring. You know, I mean, we've been voted Cork's best pizza in in, in various different awards. So we, we want to offer that in other locations and, and bring a bit of Cork with it, you know. Well, you're already an award winner, uh, picking up the Best in Cork divisional finalist uh, for your best medium business. And uh, we'll see how you go in the new year. But for now, it's been an absolute pleasure. Andrew, upwards and onwards. Have a lovely Christmas. Managing Director of Oak Fire Pizza, Andrew Lone. Thanks for joining us. Thank you very much, Anthony. And finally, on our tour of West Cork, we're going to speak to the winner of the best startup in the division, Simple Study. Its CEO and founder is Oshin Devoy. He's with me now. Hi, Oshin. How are you? Hi, Jonathan. Thank you for having me. Tell us a little bit about what you do. For sure. So, Simple Study is, I think, the easiest way to think about it is like Duolingo, but for exams. So, whereas with Duolingo, you might like to learn some French if you're going to France, every single student in the world takes exams and they're they're quite annoying. You might need to get a a textbook, a tutor. Uh, Students that are taking exams have to spend all day uh, studying. And so what we wanted to do was build a platform that's kind of like Duolingo, but with the content that you might need for your physics exam or your French exam or or German or or whatever you're you're doing. So um, with my my, my co-founder, Philip, we went full time on this. Uh, we now have over 50,000 students. We have our first investors, our first employees. It's a super exciting time. Okay, so uh, were you any good at school yourself? Uh, is this born from a place of uh, of fear that you had towards exams? I, I definitely had a lot of fear. I, I think I uh, we have an interesting balance between the co-founders in that Philip probably hated school and never did uh, an exam paper in his life, and I was probably a little bit on the nerdier side, so I would have done quite a bit. That said, I would have loved if something like this existed when I was uh, when I was in school, and uh, yeah, that, that's yeah. kind of my my own my own background. Okay, very good. Well, I mean, one of the things you've brought is gamification, uh, which which kind of sounds like the thing that parents would disapprove of, but in the context of how young people absorb information these days, it's kind of useful, isn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I, I had a, a very strange experience a few months back where I was watching a movie, and one of my friends actually stopped the movie to do their Duolingo streak. And some parents might look at that being on a phone as something negative, but I thought it was absolutely incredible that they were going to spend 10 minutes out of their day to practice a language, which I've always loved languages, so I I thought that was brilliant. Um, That the phone and technology could be used for something positive. And I think with the fact that everyone has their phones on them pretty much 24-7 these days, that they might actually be able to learn something interesting uh, rather than scrolling TikTok or whatever sort of other distractions might be there that they could use it for something useful is, is pretty exciting to, now, to me anyway. Exam formats differ. Uh, so in other words, in this country, we've got the Leaving Cert and we've got the Junior Cert, but over in England, you've got your GCSEs and your A-levels. It's the Baccalauréat in France. So how adaptable is the system to those different formats? Yeah, so so we had a very exciting experience of launching in the UK. Uh, at least we launched in Scotland in October. 
We're launching in the rest of the UK uh, in January. Um, and you're exactly right that the that's kind of the niche. Physics, although Newtonian physics is the same in the universe, uh, the definitions that you have to learn differ between the Irish Leaving Cert or the SATs or the A-levels or whatever you're doing. Um, but students do learn in a very similar way. You know, it's similarly stressful. That's a similar kind of a long amount of things that you have to learn in a short amount of time and that you have to regurgitate in some way. And so I guess the gamification, uh, you know, say having a, a streak where we'll reward you if you come back on day one or day two to, to do another quiz. The, all of that sort of stuff would stay the same. And then the, the part that changes between new, uh, new, new geos is, is the content piece. Okay. And so, so, so it's, yeah. it is eminently adaptable. As you say, physics is the same everywhere. French is the same uh, for the most part. Uh, it's just it's how it's taught uh, can differ. But if you can crack that code, uh, you're, you're going to do very, very well. So if we were to fast forward a couple of years, where will you be, Oshin? What Do you want to be in loads of different countries? Yeah. There's, I believe, 400 million students that sit exams every single year, and there's a, probably a, uh, a lot more that, that prepare for them. And I'd, I'd love for Simple Study to be the platform that all of those students are aware of and they know they can use to help them. I, I believe that currently the sort of supports that are available to students are almost prohibitively expensive in many cases, and that this can offer something pretty exceptional at a fraction of the cost. And for myself, I think the team is really ambitious. Yeah, we, we don't see this as a as an Irish product, we want it to be an Irish success story uh, and we want it to be global. I, I'd love everyone over the world to, to use it. It's even very exciting to see over the past 12 months going from essentially no students to even 50,000 students is kind of a wild journey to, to get the responses that we have from the students saying, hey, this actually helped me in my, in my exam. That's so delightful. And to be able to do that for maybe 100,000 students and then a million and, and so forth. That would be, that's kind of where we see where well, we're going. The, that's the ambition we want to hear. Simplestudy.ie is the website. Best of luck in the overall Best in Cork Awards next year. Oshin Devoy, CEO and founder of Simple Study. Thanks so much for talking to us. Have a lovely Christmas. Thank you, Jonathan. You too. Have a great Christmas. And that is it for Red Business, not just for this week, but indeed for this year. Thank you so much for listening throughout. Best of luck to all of our finalists in the Best in Cork Awards. We will, of course, come back to that after the awards ceremony next year. But on behalf of everyone on Red Business and indeed everyone at Cork's Red FM, have an absolutely wonderful Christmas. And here's for a very successful 2024. Get the Red Business Podcast every week with Jonathan Healy at redfm.ie and wherever you get your podcasts.